Hello and welcome to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 138. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host Ryan Sinitsky. And That's me. Jenna. Hello. Hi. Oh, so, welcome to Carpetrage. Yes, next Another episode. week in paradise. Yes. <laughs> Second episode of the week. Yes. First episode of this week for you. Oh, yeah. I'm just, if you're unless listening. you're on Twitch, in which case, hi, still. If you're on Twitch, we just blew the entire... Head on over to www.patreon.com forward slash Carpetrage. Yeehaw! Check, check out wow, the... Wow, okay, uh, I'm uncomfortable now. Bye. Direct support levels that we offer so you can buy us things so we can keep making carbitrage so more fun get later. More tea. tea and beer currently a hundred percent of our carbitrage budget goes to beer. Corey's physical therapy no it all goes to <laughs> beer and then some because i think currently carbitrage oh is a, yeah we get about 10 bucks a month net on this here podcast and uh Corey, if you factor in the or sorry that's gross and you factor in beer and it becomes negative Corey, um he he actually Pays that out of pocket with his panhandling money. Well, he does not my house. Here, it's different because there's a total wine right there. No, I was talking about his, his physical therapy. Oh, I don't know anything about his physical therapy. Yeah, after he was carried away by wolves. Oh. <laughs> so wait. I, I thought he pulled something when he was shoveling his path here. Uh, I don't know what happened, but wolves were involved. He disappeared for months and he came back. Anyway, <laughs> on that slightly morbid note, I want to talk about Porsche. Speaking I morbid. see a stick. Yup. So I see seven gears. They ju- well, yeah, that's all they make now for manual. But so the nine nine one when that first dropped, I think like four or five years ago, okay. they brought the seven speed manual in the base Carrera. Wait, they went backwards. What? It wasn't nine nine seven before nine nine one. Well, actually, it was. Uh, I think there was one even in between. You but yes, no, you're right. Yeah, nine nine seven nine nine one. Yep. Okay. I don't know what significance there is there, but I'm like the the boxster used to be a nine eight six, now it's a seven one eight. So like, okay, just random numbers. Yeah, Porsche. Anyway, whatever. There, <clears throat> there's a lot of uh, trafficking in the art, uh, the the car industry to uh, randomnumbergenerator.com. Yeah. Fun fun fact: all yeah. PDK cars have 24 hour time on the clocks. I'm sure. Oh, so they're sexual. They're sex tourists. Yeah, like that's Corey. what I'm getting at. Like I'm Corey making, was before he. Yeah, the Corey probably drives a PDK. Yeah. Uh, Porsche. Anyway, so the 992 was just released, um, and unfortunately, they have dropped the seven-speed manual from the base Carrera, which kind of sucks. Oh. They still offer it to you in the GT3 Touring, I believe, which is Yay. pretty cool, and they are at least giving it to us with the Carrera S and the Carrera 4S. So you got to step up just a teeny bit, but the thing is, it's a no-cost option on these cars and it includes the very expensive sport chrono package That's automatically awesome. so this is actually a very cost effective option if you want a fast 911 but you don't want a gt3 or a turbo i Oops. really like where the hazard button is placed that's actually really, Those really nice. Just yeah. look very. Yes, I just want to press all of them. I would buy that car just for that the <clears throat> that hazard button. But I mean, that, this is this and is cool. this and the manual. Nine Elevens are, are are neat. I, I wouldn't necessarily also, buy one. Also, that photo was taken at Laguna Seca. Yes, it was. Oh, look at the wildfires in the background. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, that's pretty brutal. But yeah. the yeah, Carrera S with a manual would be a. A pretty good buy if you're in a 992 sort of mood. Yeah. <laughs> I can't get over this photo. Right? Like there's It's an actual Porsche photo. Like they actually took that. That's an actual it's not That's something they could have easily edited driver. out. That's it's Porsche. That took a photo. They didn't even bother retouching it. There you go. 
<laughs> it also has oh. a European license plate on it. Oh no, they, they... not only do they can we just like stop us and actually look at the the way that because that actually goes with the curvature of the photo and draws the leading eye to the yeah. porch. So photo description is a racetrack <laughs> with a uh, yellow Porsche on it, and in the background, empty bleachers, and further in the background, hills with uh, a, a blue, billowing, beautiful, blue sky. beautiful blue sky with nice white clouds, <laughs> and then in the in the center, just a, a gray arc of just smoke, death and despair, clouds, yeah. like obviously from wildfires. Yep. But like a hundred miles away in the background. It's probably PG and E. But yeah. when but when you. <laughs> When you look at the photo, it's credited to Porsche, though. Yep. So yeah. this is an actual press this photo. This is a Porsche press photo, <laughs> and it has wildfires in the background. For a gasoline-burning car, that is... <laughs> <laughs> so we, we broke Ryan. Um, oh, my God. It's like the, but these, these, such a bad look. <laughs> these fires were caused by, by failing electrical systems. Yeah, they were caused by PG&E, who didn't yeah. maintain their stuff. It, it, this is basically also, as Epstein most, didn't kill himself. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is a Porsche equivalent of like a Donald Trump rally, like in the background. You see a guy with a little clan hood. Speaking, like. Okay, <laughs> huge tangent. Have you seen that Daily Show browser plugin that turns the word Trump into Florida man? Really? I no. put it on my work computer and it turned the internet into the most amazing place. I, I I've uh, Donald Trump. Oh, okay. Well, that's, that's pretty <laughs> see, good too. I had a but, few different <laughs> plugins so that Florida I turned man. out. That's so good. But I it's, should probably do that. It's is a there, system hog on Facebook, unfortunately. But is there it's it's no, it's it's not just that. Fa- I don't think so. Facebook as a whole is a system hog. It is just yeah, like, that's the clunkiest website in the world right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't leave it running normally. I mean, no, I do I, on the streaming computer on Facebook. Here, trying really hard to not have people go on their website. Yeah. Um. Now, excuse me. Things that I learned at I learned today was I was watching the Donut Media Peel P50 uh, review, the bumper to bumper. Okay. And uh, James Pumphrey tipped one over. Like, he went around a corner. Like, he's actually, like, covered in blood for, like, the entire episode. Like, he actually, like, tipped one over. Like, tipped it over when he was driving. He turned left, and the thing tipped over. And they're making fun of him. How heavy is he? Uh, He's, like, probably a little bit bigger than me. Like, he's about Brian Janich size. Okay, okay. Not huge, but... he's a big guy. He's a... Okay. There is something that I learned, though. It's shorter than I am. That doesn't happen. They make it again. I am 62 in inches, and this car yes! is 54. This is an actual website where you can buy a PLP 50. How much are they? Uh, very expensive. Uh, They're about 12 grand. But four and a half horsepower, 35 miles an hour. However, actually, that being said, inches. that being said, but you can actually get them EV now. You can get a build-your-own kit, which is a little bit cheaper. That's pretty so, cool. So um, you can put in whatever moped engine you want. Uh, they make the peel trident as well. They have custom paint schemes. Like they're actually made to order. That's why I'm, they're so I'm expensive. I'm mesmerized by this video on p50cars.com. Yeah, yeah. It's P- a very large man in a brown peel. No, no, no. It's candy apple red and candy spelled with a K. Oh, I said I, that in the specs. I'm gonna watch that again. That was not huge. long enough. It was no. only 59 seconds. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's in a soccer field or excuse me, football field. Football. With, uh, I'm going to pause on the specs here. So it's 54 inches long, 41 inches wide. Which is... It's the smallest th- car in the world. The world's yeah. 10 car. inches uh, 
less long than I am and 20 <laughs> inches less wide than I am tall. So I'm going to pause right here. Okay. It weighs 230 ah. pounds. There we go. That car weighs as much as I do. Um, it has a top speed of 35 miles an hour. Which, which I'm guessing is regulated it, for registration reasons. I think so. Now, that being said, they do uh, – P50 cars – uh, they actually P P fifty cars actually owns uh, the PLP fifty name and all the mm-hmm. rights to it. Cool. Um, but what's really cool is they, along with that, they have the Peel Trident. Mm-hmm. So you can get the Peel Trident. You get the PLP fifty. They're made to order. You choose your interior so color. Cool. <laughs> There's five different leather interior options. Ooh. Um, they have a bunch of really awesome colors for the way the car looks. There's a higher performance version that um, that actually comes. That actually comes with like, you know, like 10 horsepower? Like wow. something bonkers like that. Oh, here. Yeah, yeah. they have a 125cc four stroke. Yeah, so 55 yeah. miles an hour. And a PLP 50. Racing disc brakes. And then the <laughs> E50, which is, that's just the way it looks. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> but 35 mile, miles an hour uh, with, with disc brakes. Now, they also have a build your own kit. And they have a PLP 50 Spider, which is an open top. Wow. <laughs> I need the open top. Oh, my goodness. Look at that Look at magenta. That That's what I was telling you about. Oh, my goodness. I was telling you Sorry, about Sorry, I'm maxing out the yeah, microphone right like now. Yeah, I crazy, but I turned it down. Um, wow. It's yeah. just like this beautiful shade of magenta with more purple to it. The EV one's and cheaper. And it just, it literally yes. looks. It is actually cheaper to get the EV. It, it just looks like a kid's car. It's amazing. I need that. That should not be that expensive, but that is really epic. Oh, and there's the and Trident. There's the Trident, <laughs> which has a bubble on top. <sighs> Twin electric motor. Ooh. They also make a four-wheeler version. Wow. Which, that's wow. huge. Self-assembly kits. Wow. Wait, no. Can we just go back up? Wait, wait. Self-assembly? Four, four-wheeler. So they make a four-wheeler yeah. version of the Peel Trident that can go on the highway. That's the EV. That's, that's perfect. That's pretty cool. Anyway. I, really, I really like that. The kits are, they start at $6,250. For, for a kit car, though, that's pretty cheap. Wow. Is that the electric? Oh, wow, it is. Yeah. Wow, 100-mile so, range? Yeah. But battery's not included. Oh. Oh. So, so I have to go buy a Nissan Leaf, too, and then break that down. Yeah. Or a Tesla. Put an entire te- te- Tesla battery pack on trailer. Put one Tesla wafer in there. And just wow. watch it do four-wheel burnouts, three-wheel burnouts for the rest of your life, which will be very short. Cause... This is super cool. But um, I what I really want to do, so if you go back down to the build-your-own kits, what I want to do is I want to get uh, the standard Peel <clears throat> P50 kit, Yep. Um, which is the the less built-up one, for not, not the super fancy one. But I want to get that so I can put in a Yamaha Jag uh, Minarelli. Uh, 50 or 50 cc motor okay. or engine because that's a very because Yamaha Jags use a Minarelli engine. Minarelli was actually, as far as moped Excuse racing, a very well known brand. That was me, sorry. Um, but they make like so. What's really cool about this is you can basically just use any moped engine you want. That maybe I should part out my Vespa, just put it into a PLP 50. That yeah. thing would be so yeah. fast. Well, get Peel Trident. Because it's a two-seater. Nah, Tridents are ugly. That's true. But, yeah, that'd be a really hilarious U-car. And it goes into the back to the 50s. Oh, you're right. Yeah. So And then you can get, like, custom body paint and stuff. So it needs a Ford Flathead, then. 
Sorry, it was really loud. That's fine. I feel like the Ford Flathead's going to be bigger than the car. It is, actually. I wonder if he can just get the body heavier. and then put this body on a f- entire chassis and then have a big V8 sticking out in front of it. So you have a P50 V8 swap and you just put it on like a, like a Model T chassis. I just don't understand why um, the complete kit without an engine is a lot more expensive than the same thing with better brakes and a motor. I think whenever they probably sell one that's got an EV in it, it's probably cheaper for them. It must be like a uh, a government tax credit or something that they're getting. Yeah. Because they're... I would just get the E50 kit and then put a... Well, actually, no. I would keep it electric because that would yeah. be way cooler. I, I, I know you would. You were about to lie to me about something. Yeah. But... Oh, cute. Yeah, right, but... Give me the Spitfire. I, I, yeah. Like, honey, look at these oh, colors. You can't actually make it do the thing. Ooh. Yeah, you, you can actually, if you scroll all the way down, they have a build your own thing. What are, what are bespoke wow. Finance is available. Can, any color you want. Yeah, you can make any color you want. Those are all the interior colors. They're all leather. Man. But what color is that on the bespoke? I Here, want that up. color. Any, any color you want. Bespoke just means unique. I know, I know. Oh but my, like This keyboard can That just... color squatch. Like, that, that's oh, purple that, with teal sparkle. Actually, it looks blue. like you emptied a lava lamp into a, a color satch thing. I need that. Oh I, Wait, I, does that mean I can get hollow flake? Probably. Yeah. You could paint it like a bass boat if you want to. Yes. But um, oh man, what, what's really cool is they've actually <laughs> updated the P50 to be a little bit more reasonable. It uses modern parts. And what's really cool about this is an original Peel P50 is like $150,000. They're bonkers. Really? Yeah, they're Ugh. stupid expensive. Wow. But the these ones... Thanks, Top Gear. Yeah, but these these are they cost nothing. They're free by comparison. So, yeah, if you yeah, want Yeah, it's still a lot of money. Yeah, it's still a ton of money. But, I mean, like, for a startup, the ability to actually own a PLP-50 in real life, that's pretty decent. And if, if you guys are listening and you don't know what a PLP-50 is and you haven't gone to the website yet, go watch the old Top Gear episode because I don't know you. Yeah, that, that you if, everybody in the world should know what a PLP-50 yeah, is. Yeah, you haven't lived point. if you don't know what a PLP... Oh, God, that convertible is just hilarious. Oh, I cool. love that so much. So, oh. they note the... The color scheme in the convertible, they do a different two-tone. They have the Trident two-tone on the PLP-50 as an option. And there's an optional so adorable. I would get this on. just to drive around back to the 50s. Like the, yeah. the base model only, only gets to 28 miles per hour, but you don't need to go any faster than that. I, I would have to get a 125 GT if I was well, going to get one. You buy the totally basic built. one and you throw a Ching Chong Bing Bong tank 150 in it. I think a Yamaha Jog... Or with that, uh, with like one of those crazy Bosozoku exhausts. Oh on God! It. <laughs> oh my God! Can you we, imagine a Bosozoku PLP fifty? Get, get like some like like eight by like twelve oh, inch tire like man. wheels and tires on it. It'd be awesome. Train. Oh, there's a train coming! Yay, train! Oh, but it's not the retro fabulous one. No, I think, it's not. But which still, it's I only run through October. Which I refuse to believe yeah. that exists because I've never seen it. Uh, Scott found the website. It's Friends of the 509 or something like that. Also, also, honey, it was parked out inside of your work the other day. Yeah, and I didn't see it. Just type in, like, Friends of the Railroad and then Minnesota or Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Um, Sorry. (laughs) Digression. But, yeah, I mean, if you get the 125 GT, you can go 55 miles an hour on it, which I think is, like, terrifying. But, like, you could make this yourself. Yeah, I could totally do that. And I totally put a Minarelli engine in it. It would be great. This is everything I've ever wanted. This is like what I build on Forza. That was me. It's sir. great. I think a 200cc turbocharged fuel injection Piaggio engine would probably be a good idea. That'd be wonderful. I think you should do that. We should all no, just get No, they've got a North 50s. Pole Express. 
Yeah, the, the retro train thing that comes by our studio is epic. But yes, yeah, so the PLP50, you can buy it today. That's the best news in the world. And I do have to say... Um, I'm very happy with that. James Pumphrey from um, Donut Media, mm-hmm. uh, he was okay after his PLP50 accent. <laughs> Unrelated, though, he did have a heart attack. Oh. At 34. Holy shit. Yeah, it's a genetic thing. Um, he's okay. He's recovering. Oof. But thoughts go out to James Pumphrey. Um, I know we talk a lot of shit about Don't Media here, but they are really awesome. Well, yeah, not, but not like wishing people ill. No, no, no. It's not Dr. Miro. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> like um, I was doing when we were having our beef, but I'm, I'm over Dr. Miro. But, uh, no, like... Yeah, Donut Media, like, it, it is, uh, like, I'm not mad about, uh, I'm not mad at them or anything. I actually really like them. I think they do really great work. James Pumphrey, I think, is our comic genius, because he used to write for Adult Swim, so he did, like, Squid Billy's Metalocalypse Have you heard about that. Galaxy Con that's going on downtown right now? No, what is uh, that? Oh, you haven't heard of that, right? All of the Aqua Teen Hunger Force cast is there. No way. <gasps> yeah. And Christopher Eccleston from Doctor Who. And Bender. So John yeah. Joe DiMaggio is yep. there. A lot of the Star Trek TNG people are there. Oh, cool. Some of the Star Trek TOS people are there. So oh, I remember we should call Ralph. When uh, mm-hmm. we first started dating, I wanted to go to Cal- GalaxyCon with oh Tom dating? Baker. Jana. Oh. When we first started dating, that's oh, when we started doing GalaxyCon. I'm distracted by <laughs> So when we first started dating, that's when we started doing GalaxyCon. That's when we had Tom Baker, and you wouldn't go to me because that's the height of my, like, awful Whovian uh, phase. Yeah, and I wanted to she almost lay up with on the train tracks. She almost broke up with me over I being a Whovian. Oh my god. It was that bad. I introduced it to him because I was like, oh, this is a, a, a fun show. And then she, she didn't... watched it nonstop and then uh, blew season three of American Horror Story for me because he was DVRing them and he played them in the wrong order. So I saw the season finale before the previous two episodes. So, so yes. I knew the ending before. Anyway, she you know you're watching a real show when you watch them out of sequence and it matters. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It mattered. That's in, uh, like, AHS is still good, but now e- it sucks. Exactly. Anyway. Yeah. So sh- I, I want to talk about uh, BMW. Okay. Sorry, I'm so distracted by trains. Right and now. I want to talk about the 2 Series. You One of the few remaining good things that BMW has left. Oh, so we've got the M3, the M4, and the M2, right? Only six-speed manual car is still available. T- didn't they just ruin it, though? They did. Hmm. Okay. So. But I want to talk to you about so good? how they've maybe redeemed themselves a little bit with the new one. Because okay. the garbage, crappy, mini-based one that's front-wheel drive isn't going to be the new M2. The new M2 is still going to be a rear-wheel drive manual This is going to be a completely different thing. chassis. I believe it's going to be a completely different chassis, which I'll be curious to see how they do that. Why are they calling it the M2, then? I, I don't know. I'm not in BMW because they're making such terrible decisions. They're just, they're just making up names for things now. Pretty much. But, I mean, like, okay, so the M2 that we know and love right now. Yes, that one. That car on screen right there, which I'm going to turn on screen cap for you. They, in Europe, have made a vehicle called the 2 Series Active Touring for the last three years. And that is a mini-based front-wheel drive monospas. So, like, a little <laughs> minivan, basically. Oh, wait. Oh, okay. Minivan. Cool. It's uh-huh. a, a dumb vehicle, but at least it has practicality. So, I think what they're going to do is essentially give us the crappy two Active Touring-based sedan thing for the least specials and the loner cars. And then they're probably going to maintain a cut-down version of, like, the 3 Series G20 chassis 
rear-wheel drive for the M2, but they've confirmed that it's staying rear-wheel drive. They haven't confirmed that it'll be manual available yet, but the take rate on these is so high, they would be so dumb not to. I just, I, I can't support anything they're doing because the, yet there's, like, in my mind, like, BMW at their height was when we graduated, like, 2002. Well, no, I mean, like, at, at like, no, it was actually their height, but like when we all thought they were at their height was like in two thousand like yeah. eight when they had the one series and the one M yeah, and stuff and the, like that. And the V eight M threes and things yeah, like that. Yeah, and like that was very, very cool. But it's just like they were like, We're really cool now. It's like let's not be. Like we're doing too good, we need to tone it down. And now they've just like turned it off. Yeah. No, I mean I, I think in just a few years time BMW will be completely irrelevant and I, I just won't care anymore. Yeah. But I'm like I, I really do have to like plug the few feeble like when you kill somebody and they like have the involuntary convulsions, like these last few vehicles are the involuntary convulsions of BMW dying. So I went through what you're going through. Okay. Already, because that's a Honda. Honda? Uh, yeah, yeah. Honda. Yeah, I remember we talked um, about this like a couple of years it, ago. It's easy. It's just like a. Okay. Just like a. Don't well, don't give them any credit. Any of these. Well, I, I know, I know, but just don't give them credit. Because but Ryan, well, I need topics. I, I know, but this is the thing: is that if if you give them credit, they're gonna latch onto that and continue doing bad things. No, 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 but I'm only saying the good things, like rear-wheel well, drive. Well, no, I understand that, and I, I understand that. And it, it's like if, like, giving Honda credit for, like, the 10th generation, or the 9th generation Civic Si, a lot of people are doing that. And it's like Honda continued to make trash. Uh-huh. And I just didn't. I quit giving, I, I gave up on Honda in about well, 2012. You, you didn't, though, because. I did. No, like, the first year of Carbitrage, and it was Motor Cult, like, we still talked about Honda all the time, and how they had betrayed you, and you were burnt yes. out on it. Yes, But we still talked about them. Yes, I, that's fair. But as far as giving them credit, though. I'm not giving them credit. This is yeah. going to suck, because it's going to be a four-cylinder engine, Perfect. and that's going to blow up. Because I, I just, I don't want you, I don't want to see you go through the pain I had to go through. I'm just trying to be a good. That's friend. very magnanimous of you, yeah. sir. I'm just trying. I'm trying to give you some advice, <laughs> and really, this kind of goes for like a lot of BMW people because oh you have not had to deal with your car company sucking. No, I have because they they've sucked for a. Well, long I mean, for time. a lot of people are currently BMW fans. The people that are giving them credit when it's not due. Well, um, the people that are still buying brand new M2s in the dealership, M2 competition. That's a fabulous car. It's probably the best car on sale today. Yeah, but they, they're probably still saying that BMW is the best car company in the world. Well, yeah, because they're, they're wearing not. jogging suits. Yeah. So I'm just telling, I, this is my advice to those people, is to give up. Just, <laughs> okay. just give up. It, it's okay to like that one car. It is. Or, but as far as having any hope for the company, what just give up on What they should do is just go buy a Genesis G70 six-speed. Yes. Now, what you need to do is, you, you gotta do a little bit of soul searching because this is what kind of what I had to go through. <laughs> is you have to go through a little bit of soul searching. It's gonna get weird. Then you buy Mirage. You might. <laughs> it's gonna get really weird. You end up with some really weird stuff in your life. Because what I did when I went through this whole phase, I ended up with like a Subaru GL10, and then like some <laughs> other weird shit. Like it gets weird. Like that. That's that was my my the peak of me going. Well, Honda sucks. What do I need to latch onto? That's the one. And then as as you're going through and you're trying to figure out what you really want to replace it with, you'll find the right car. And for me, that right car was the MX-83 Toyota Cressida. I really like that. I think that's a great replacement for Honda. And I think that it's all going to be okay. You're all going to turn out all right. It's just a car. And you still have all those happy memories. But the car company you know is dead. So... But okay, but but to combat that, yeah, you, I have you, a second part for this, okay. which is still giving BMW credit because the upcoming G Series BMW M3 and M4 mm-hmm. 
will be available with the six-speed manual. But the M5 is confirmed not. Is so the M5 is dead. Drive, Who cares? Uh, MX drive, so yes. Mm -hmm. It's the one where you can completely cut the front axle, but it's still got all the shit in front, mm -hmm. weighting your car down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. But here, no. But here's the thing. The manual ones are not. Manual ones are rear-wheel drive only. All the automatic ones are MX drive. So if you buy a six-speed, you're still getting a rear-wheel drive BMW with a manual. The automatic ones are all all-wheel drive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's garbage. Anyway, there you go. I just I, I just don't want you guys to be brokenhearted. You know, it's it, uh, it I sucks. Screen cap. So there you go. It, it sucks. I just want to. I just want dead. I, I just want this to go as smoothly <laughs> as possible for you. Um, you know, it's just. <laughs> Like I'm in a therapist's office. Yeah, he, he did take the psychology of death and dying, so he's tr he's trying to give you grief therapy. Right it, now. It's grief therapy. Oh, is I'm what, what you're actually jaded dealing on with. Grief. It's um, fine. Now, while we're talking about dead things, um, it's I not would like linear. To, it, it's it's. it's I, a I, don't, process. I don't think we ever talked about this on the podcast. But did you know the Prince of Darkness once made an electric car? Who's the Prince of Darkness? Lucas Le Electrical. I don't know who that is. Oh, like Lucas, uh, British. Lucas Electric. Yikes. They made an electric car. Um, oh. <laughs> uh. The Prince. That's what I said. The, the Prince of Darkness. Lucas Electric. <laughs> uh, yeah, they how made. how poorly cropped this photo is. The front tires look like they're like 245s and the rears look like 165s. Well, it's also. It, it's gelatinic, so you try to make it look goofy. Yeah, whatever. Um, fine. But anyway, so yeah, they made an electric car. It went about as well as you thought it would. Their logic was they were trying to find a replacement for the London taxi um, in the 1970s. <laughs> what a poor idea. And Lucas, with misguided, you know, a false sense of security, you know, more power to him because, like, they thought that they were, like, a real company, but, like, at the same time, they... they As they, they outfitted Jaguars with poor relays. Yeah, like, they, they, they still thought that they were a good company. Like, like I don't know what planet they run. Um but anyway, yeah, so they, uh, during the 1973 OPEC oil embargo, um, like, that really kind of scared everybody away from gasoline for a while. Well, at and, least anything that burned a substantial amount of it, yes. Yes. So, uh, it, Lucas Electric, they um, attempted to make an EV, <clears throat> uh, since they were the largest electrical manufacturer in Europe at that point in time, God, or in England so at that point in time. Yikes in that sense. I know, but it was bad. <laughs> Is that it was front motor, front wheel drive? Um, is it raining? Yes. yes, it is. What the hell? It had I just want to say I'm really upset because they're doing uh, th this train is doing a tour <laughs> of the British Isles three days before my trip departs. That it, it ends. I'm sorry, sweetie. Makes me sad. Well, be more sad at the old Lucas garbage electric car. Yeah, it, it looks cute, but I'm kind of it. It has like me. Fiat 126 headlights, which makes it cute, but the yeah. rest of it's. Uh, it's well, so this is what's actually interesting is since Sorry, it, right. it used a lead acid battery. Of course it oh. did. It's in the 70s. Yeah, it's the 70s. But what was really cool <laughs> is they actually put them uh, underneath the main body, so you could easily remove them and replace them. So you. It's would like just, a modern EV. You would you would, well, no you would switch out the battery as opposed to recharging it in the car. Oh. Ooh, so you, you would go back and they'd switch out, put a new battery in, throw the car back on the road, and the old battery would get charged up back at the at the shop, um, which is actually a really interesting thing. That is actually probably the best part about this. But it, you know, it could go, it could go 55 miles an hour, had 50 horsepower. I'm amazed that dude just on the way here that has all the old electric micro cars doesn't have one of these. I know, right? I bet none yeah. of these exist anymore. Well, most of them lit on fire. <laughs> uh, <but laughs> Or they leak battery acid mm. into the interior. 
they didn't do well. Uh, in fact, how do they leak something upward? It the w- batteries were under the floor. It would leak, but it would soak into the carpet. The, oh, la- the battery acid. <laughs> um, so, anyway, here's a bunch of Lucas jokes that Dr- Jason Torshensky came up with because of just the fact that Lucas made a taxi. Um, every time a cabbie plugs in their Lucas taxi, Big Ben sans- starts flashing 12 until somebody climbs up and resets the time. Lucas's biggest achievement was figuring out how to make an EV leak oil. Actual thing that they did. It leaked oil. Um, <laughs> it gets 100 miles of range, but you have to stop uh, 25 miles to refill the magic smoke. <laughs> Gear shift settings are park, stall, neutral, drive just too far to walk home, and then break down, and then reverse. <laughs> um even though it's electric, it still has oh, an exhaust pipe. So That's actually a real thing. It is still... It's probably like battery vents. Or yes, it is. Like it's got an exhaust pipe, even though it's electric. <clears throat> um, and then, yeah, somehow they figure out how to leak electricity into puddles. Uh, regenerative energy recovery system is designed to work you, hmm. when you're pushing it. Oh, God. <laughs> Why is this thing so hard to push? Oh, it's charging the batteries. It doesn't need brakes because when you just hit the brake pedal, the brake light sucks so much energy, the motor slows down. Same goes for all the lights. That sounds like the hammerhead eagle eye thrust. What's also funny about these is every one of these jokes are based in some level of fact <laughs> about just how bad it is. So I'm mesmerized by the 1970s British film about this car that's yeah. currently playing. So it's it's so quintessentially 70s. The colors washed out. Everyone's in wood grain Coke bottle glasses. Long hair. All the cars are just angular and disgusting with like the first gen plastics everywhere. The it's teeth are terrible. It, it, vigorously it, it, bad. It, it honestly it looks like Monty Python. It, it, does. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> and if you're wondering. This, if you can find one existing in the world still in England, you can import it to the United States. Mm. Says it is over twenty five years old. I bet the guy, if if one of them's able to be found and imported, the guy down the the way here will have one. I'm so excited. Also, oh, you know what that was? That video was from that Thames Motor Inn or whatever, where they yeah that hilarious 1970s Top Gear yeah oh which was actually it has a lot of good points if you watch it, but it's so just dry and disgusting. But no, there's that, so that one we that one we watched was hilarious <laughs> on the uh, the American cars. That was oh, absolutely yeah. hilarious. But it was like it was said so matter of fact and without emotion. It's yeah. like watch here as the Lincoln Continental parks next to a typical British motoring car, and it's like teeny little british car and then it's just this whale that pulls up next to it <laughs> but it like starts out of frame in the back where it's the same size and then moves up as it <laughs> it forces your perspective uh, Th- that's how british humor works <laughs> so anyway um yes so i think it's time for a patreon topic i gave you a really good segue but yeah really i'm distracted because i'm dumb as fuck that's my one f-bomb yeah. uh, <clears throat> all right there we okay. go 25-year rule, Patreon topic. We've talked about the 25-year rule a lot. We've even talked, not specifically, but you know, here and there about vehicles that we want to import in the future under this legislation. 
But specifically, the Patreon topic is what upcoming 25-year import are you interested in? And then it gives us a few years. So 95, 96, 97, 98 and up, and then etc. So I'm going to treat etc. as 99. I'm not sure what Ryan's is, but uh, do you want to lead us off with your 1995 choice? Yes. So my 1995 choice for a car I would want to import would be uh, the Mitsubishi FTO. Actually. That's a, a very cool looking car that I was really let down on because it's front wheel drive, but it's extremely modern looking for nineteen. Yes, and not, not only that, but I actually, the fact that it's modern, it actually, or the fact that it's front wheel drive, I look at it more as a very, very cool competitor to a um, Integra. And the fact that you could probably put all wheel drive 4G stuff in here. Probably. It wouldn't take too much effort, it looks like. But you can tell this is one without a body kit. Now, if you can put a picture of one with a body kit next to it, burger. Ah, if you just put your phone dude, down for one, no, one second. No, it's fine. Just talk about things that are actually on the screen. But it, anyway, I was, what I was going to try and say, though, is that the car actually looks like it's got a body kit on it, even though it doesn't. Um, they're really cool. It's a two-liter V6. This one looks like a Maserati. Well, the base Grand Sport, yeah. Um, it, it does look like a Maserati Grand Sport, which I think would be even better because a lot of people go, oh, it's cool Maserati Grand Sport. Make No, it's actually better. It's, it's a actually Mitsubishi a front-wheel drive Mitsubishi with a four-cylinder. Which is better than a Grand Sport. It is. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Weirdly enough, oh. it is. Oh. Um, but no, I mean, it's a two-liter V6. I mean, that's really cool. They were sold with 4Gs. Uh, yes, they were. But I would get the two-liter V6 just because you could get just it. Just because you want the whole MX-3 thing? Yes, I like tiny V6s. Fine. Um... But particularly, the one I'd want is the Nakaya Tune FTO. Um, N-A-K-A-Y-A. You need to pick a better thing that has real, like, spelling in it. That would be great. It is real spelling. It's entirely phonetic. No, it's not. Anyway, that middle top one was the rear end of a Nakaya Tune. Point to it. That one. Where it says Nakaya Tune. Fine. Yeah, but it's an image search, so it could be completely unrelated. Oh, I, I didn't know that. But anyway... So, yeah, basically the, the Nakaya Tune was a tuned exhaust and tuned suspension and everything, so it'd actually go a little bit faster. It's named after uh, Mitsubishi's uh, JGTC driver, uh, something Nakaya, I don't know. I looked it up in two seconds. But um, that was in late 96, so that wouldn't, I would have to wait on. However, the car not itself the, is pretty not cool. Not if the car was manufactured in 1996. It'd be fine. That's true. But anyway... There but, is a picture of an FTO under the hood with that little two-liter V6. Yes, it is. All right, we can. You could probably put a VR4 or V6 in that thing. Yeah, like a VR4 swap. Yeah. Yeah, probably. That, fit. That'd be very cool. Uh, um, what about your '96 pick? Well, here, what was your '95 pick? Uh, my '95 pick was a TVR Cerbera. Ooh, that's a very cool car. I think these were actually offered a little bit before, but they had a facelift in 95 that made the headlights a little more modern looking. Ah, those look so cool. So that's what I would get. It's a, I believe it's got a Rover, like a, a board-stroked Rover 5-liter, 4.5-liter, 4.5-liter V8 engine in it. I just want you to know that this was almost my pick. And then I go, well, you know it should what, Ber be. Burger's <clears throat> probably going to want that. <laughs> so I want, I want you have that. Is it, I would love to have a TVR. I'm sure they're terrible, but, like, that's pretty cool. Speaking of Lucas Electric, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, and this was before they made their own engines, which were, you know, reliable. Um, yeah, so th that, that's actually a very, very cool car. I really like that. Um, so I, I would... Isn't that what they used? The, it, wasn't that chassis what they turned into the Eagle I Hammer Thrust, Jeff? 
Yeah. Yeah, oh. they, they, I think they used like a 93, the older headlight one. But oh, yes. yes yeah, yes. they used a TBR Cerbera. Janet, um, can you think of a car from 95 that you would want? Or, I mean, the Renault Twingo. Yeah. Oh, so cute. The Renault Twingo. Um, in like every color with the confetti seats. Like, I prefer the... Like, I type in 95 Twingo. I really do prefer the mid-90s Renault Twingos. Like, look at them. Oh, they're 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 like, better. They're yes. so cute. So damn happy. Like, you that, could actually get that them. That car with, is stoned out of its mind. There was a limited edition that was available in the mid nineties. I'm not sure it was ninety five or ninety six, but you could get it with. They actually dyed the plastic on the bumpers to be different colors, so they had like primary color I bumpers. Don't, I don't. I like the different colors, but there's like when you're looking, the mid nineties Renault Twingos are just. And the seats Adorable. have been like pre-spilled on, and the, yeah. the patterns. And... It's they have fun patterns in the seat. The colors are so cute. Yellow headlights still. Yeah. This actually it's... talks about the twenty-five year rule here. Yeah. In this article randomly. Um, <laughs> yeah. And just look headlights. at the font of the the. Tingo it's really logo. cute. That car is really cute. And I I don't like. <laughs> I was trying to like come up with a car that I'd import that's twenty-five years old and like. I nothing comes to mind except for the Renault Twingo, and that's totally fine. We sprung this on you like thirty minutes ago. Yeah. So. Well, not like, not only that, ugh. it's also it's the Twingo. Like, how do you compete with? I that? know. Like, if I got, I think if I got <clears throat> anything else, if I ever import anything else other than a Twingo, I think people would riot. Yeah, the Twingo's really, really quite good. Um, you could always import a Mitsuoka Arishi, which go for insane amounts of money. Um, now, for my 1996 car, okay. I have two different cars that I picked. Um, one is the Nissan Stadia. That's like the Lancer wagon? No, it's a, Sky, it's a Nissan Skyline, Skyline wagon. wagon. Okay. Yeah. So, the 90, you can get that RB25DT. Very cool. You can do uh, Skyline front-end swaps. I kind of like the Stadia front-end because... That's super JDM. Yeah. And not only that, I, I feel like I'd be lying to people if I said that you know it was a Skyline. I mean, they look really good with the <clears throat> R34 front ends on them, but mm-hmm. eh, it's whatever. But it doesn't, me. it doesn't mesh with the rest of the style as well as that factory. No. No, the factory one, I really like the what's obviously different about it. It looks like a giant Lancer. Um, <laughs> now, my other one that I put in is a Peugeot 106 GTI. Because uh, in 1995, the Peugeot 106 was still a twin side draft carburetor, uh, 88 horsepower engine. Huh, really? Yeah. That's such very, a very cool looking car. This, I know. this must have been the first year of the 106 instead of the 205. Nope. The 106 was around throughout the 90s, like huh. 92 to like 95. Had the, they were all carbureted. They had, oh, what was the, the, the hot one of those they called the it? The GTI. Well, they did the rally before mm. their GTI. They had like a, like a much more French acronym for another VTS. VTS? What's that? I remember that was a Citroen. I think, yeah, maybe it was a Citroen. Okay, yeah. It was a Saxo VTS or something. But oh, yeah, 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 yeah it was a Citroen. Okay. Yeah. But, like, the Saxo looks just like this. Yeah, and they, they actually competed with each other in rally. And so with the uh, the carbureted one, the reason they carbureted it was for rally for entry-level uh, rally cars. Okay. Uh, you would be able to have a car – you'd be able to swap carbs on it if it came with a carburetor. Okay. And made it a lot more attainable for entry-level rally teams. <laughs> Um, ridiculous that's a, yeah, that's it's a handsome a, it, car I it's like a that. really really cool car i like it a lot um i think i'd rather have a 205 gti than this though well that's the thing is the 205 they're a lot more expensive not and a 16 
That well, no, I mean for a GTI. Yeah, for a two hundred five GTI, not but a one nine GTI. For one of these, I can get one of these imported in like the best condition for like seven grand. You can get a one point six two hundred five GTI for that too, in left hand drive. I mean, like a really really good one. Well, like a total like concourse quality one right, for fine. seven grand all fine. in. This like I would totally. But again, that, that's also <laughs> you would take the worst of a really good car. I'd take the best of a really bad car. No, no, that you get a really solid one point six GTI. But I mean, like I would get like concourse quality. Look at the color quality. of this red paint. Lucifer <laughs> red. Yep. Jana, what do you think about the uh, Peugeot one hundred six? I think it's really cute. Can you click on that white one so she can get? It's Caucasian. Oh, face. That's rendered for sure. Headlight. That's it, rendered. Yeah, it's a rendered one. Yeah, I one. see one that's How about this not blue rendered. one right there? I like it. I, those. That's got to be the first year of the very prominent Peugeot yeah. badge well, that's, like that. I really like how that looks. It's like sporty, it but also cute. Yeah, and that's, that's why I really want one. So I put that as like a maybe because I'm sure 96 is a tough year for you. So if you wanted to take that one for your import, you can absolutely have that. And I'll take a stage, yeah. Uh, I'm just going to... Twingo for life, man. Twingo for life. All right, well, I'll yeah. take the 106. We're going to have a bunch of French cars. And yeah. Eric is going to pick a really boring-looking 5 Series, but I'm going to pick the first year. It says 95, but that's bullcrap. Uh, E39 520D. So a diesel yes. 5 Series of the manual, because E39s are really solid cars, and this does, like, 50 MPG, and it's a manual. I do want to tell you, when I found out the Peugeot 106 GTI was available in 96 i started looking into like how oh, much no. you can get them for in japan that's where i got all that pricing for it because i, I do actually to Neil, want one. but yeah he'd probably get you a right hand drive one yeah i well i don't care i, I left hand drive or right hand drive i don't, really don't care i just want one that's um, the thing I, i'm in the same boat if i'm gonna import an occasionally used vehicle don't care yeah, a lot of people really want left hand drive i'm like no don't. no i mean like I, if i if i could choose between right hand drive and left hand drive i'll take right hand drive but i mean left hand drive i'm okay with like, it's fair. I don't care. All right, I, fine, fine. What about 97? Oh, no, there's one car on Earth that will take a 97. It's the EK9 Civic Type R. This is the very first Civic Type R. Like, this is, like, oh, if... Oh, why did Firefox just do that? <sighs> That's annoying. I This is, like, the worst keyboard-mouse combination in the entire world, but it's all I have. Yeah, like, this is the one car. There's no other car on Earth that matters to me at all all in any sense in 1997 <clears throat> other than an ek9 type r that's pretty neat i do like, like that a b16 a 8600 rpm redline 100 horsepower per liter 160 horsepower from the factory that's 100 percent factory those white wheels and the low stance and everything red interior mm -hmm. that's very cool so cool and you can get it in phoenix yellow which uh, is so it's gonna wait, set does on it fire. have the curse Yes. The, no, 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 not not Y forty nine. Phoenix Yell, that one right there, that spoon car, that ninety nine. You pointed at the yeah. car above it. Well, I, I was assuming you know what yellow. I looks did, like. but then you made me second guess myself. All these photos. That's also a render. What the hell? There we go. Oh, Why are stands. people rendering Don't buy that things? one. Don't buy that one. There, there. There. That one. That one's custom, and it's a really bad photo. But whatever. That that's what they look like. But wow. okay. you can't, you just can't beat it. Like it comes in yellow from the factory. Like that's so cool with white wheels still. It's yeah, still, no, the I, white wheels are on all of them. I couldn't find a single photo in that brief image search for a yellow one that had the factory wheels. Though. Yeah. <laughs> I think most people changed that out. But, Jenna, do you have one before I give you my answer? For 1997. 97. Oh God. See, this is like. The time period in which, like, I noticed cars, but I didn't really care like, about them that much. Care. Like, 
you know, especially Honda, out of state. What about a Honda Beagle? No. <laughs> That's a horrible name um, for a vehicle. That, that was no. the continuation of the, um, the Wagavan. Is it called a Honda Beagle? No. I mean, I'm sure if I thought about it, I'd come up with something. But, like, just all these years, like, really Twingo. What about the Mitsuoka Orishi? I'm totally fine with this just being Twingo, 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 yeah, Twingo. I think it's going to be Twingo, Twingo, Twingo. Because there's so many different variations of it mm-hmm. in the, the 90s. The Mitsuoka Slade. Ryan, no. quit trying to get me to choose Japanese no. cars. It's Twingo. That's Korean, isn't it? Mitsuoka? No, it's Japanese. It's just very awful. <clears throat> Mitsuoka Vute. Do you want to see how I make my choice boring again? No, no, wait one second. Uh, okay, there's fine. another one. Uh, the 1997 <laughs> Subaru Impreza Casablanca. Oh anyway, to, so I no, chose... You've talked about it before. I chose a Mercedes W163 ML270 CDI because like these one. were made in Alabama and we couldn't buy the damn things. Yes. Arguably a pretty terrible vehicle when it comes to build quality, but... W163s are actually really, really solid. Like, mechanically, really good. And this had a really, very cool five-cylinder modern Mercedes double overhead cam diesel engine. That's pretty cool. And these did 35 MPG on the highway. They're really cool. This is not a 97 here. It's got the updated headlights. But you could buy an ML270 CDI. And I need one of those for archaeologically. Oh, this is also the car from Jurassic Park 2, right? Uh, yes, but that, again, like, there, you have the, the early bumpers, which aren't color-keyed and things like that. Nobody cares. Yes, it's, it's that. Nobody cares. I just want it, the diesel engine. ML. I just want the diesel. Yeah, nobody nobody in history has cared about pre- or post-facelift on MLs. It's an ML. All I remember is in high school, your parents having yeah. one, I opened the door, and then the, the door, door stayed card shut. stayed in the, the opening, which is like, why I put a wood screw. This has always happened to yes. you. Yes. Yes. This yes. has happened to me at <laughs> least once per decade. I remember that, for sure. <laughs> All right, 98. <laughs> And, uh, and up, but you chose a 98. Yes, I did. And um, 99. <laughs> I did choose a 99 because a 99 is a very special car to me. But uh, the what's the seal's favorite car? A R- Suzuki RRR. R- yes, a Suzuki Wagon RRR. <laughs> the seal's favorite that car. That joke why? is going to be your epitaph, <laughs> by the way. Will or not. I don't care. I'm, I'm not I mad about that. I don't care what your will says. They can sue me. It's, it's going to be. I'm not even mad about that. I actually want one of these because they're pretty cool. Like, I originally thought that they were a funny name, but, like, no, this car is actually pretty damn cool. Um, Suzuki Wagon RRR. It's a K-Van. Manual transmission. Turbocharged three-cylinder. Uh, makes 67 horsepower because that's what's limited Correct to. Correct number. But it uses the same engine as a uh, Suzuki Cappuccino. So Which means it makes more power. It will make more power. It's got the... If you put on an intake tube of any size, of any size, <laughs> like you can literally go to Home Depot and ask for some copper pipe and they'll just like show you the copper pipe. Just grab a random one. It'll make more power. Um <laughs> They, Do you have anything bigger is, than half inch? Yeah, yeah we have exactly. three quarter. Perfect. Like really, well, that's not an exaggeration. Um, you can make a ton of power in these cars. And then my favorite fact is that on the ECU, there's a separate wire that goes to the speed limiter that limits it to 87 miles per hour. Mm-hmm. The wire mm-hmm. has two little prongs that says "speed limiter, do not cut," and there's a hole that fits. Fits a, a, it's like, like pulled out of the loom wrap. It literally is. It's a separate wire, totally separate from the rest of the loom. And you can fit a pair of dikes into it perfectly. And it's, 
and just cut it, and then you can go 120 miles an hour in it. Like, that's the coolest thing in the world to me. I love that. I have to say, your 99 choice is one of my favorite cars of all time. That's what I said. Oh, yeah. This it's one all is our favorite car. my all-time favorite car made after 1990. Which is a Series 1. Series 1 Renault Clio V6. Which is the mid-engine rear-wheel drive Renault Clio. V6 rear-engine rear-wheel drive. That's so cool. It is so cool. I cannot... like So cute. When we first started hanging out in high school, this is my favorite... Yeah, yeah. This is my favorite car. It still is and my favorite car, and I love this car. Both series of these cars are through the roof pricing. Oh my secondhand. god, they are bonkers expensive. Like, not even close to worth it. But I'm glad they exist. It's like yes. a Renault Five Turbo. I mean, yeah. it's like you. Good luck. Uh, also, still Renault. <laughs> but Pretty no, much. it's such a cool car. And honestly, this is the car when I was in high school that made me love French cars. Because I was playing Gran Turismo, and I thought it was the coolest thing in the world. I'm like, V6 real drive hatchback? This is great. And then I dug into French cars more, and I began to really fall in love with them. And up until recently, they weren't attainable. Yeah. And I just couldn't get them. So I, like, that's when I started, like, paying more attention to Japanese cars, because that was something, like, I could actually get. But now it's, like, you know, I'm late 20s. I am about to buy a house so I can get a garage. Now French cars are becoming a thing for me. Like for real, like I can't. Mm-hmm. There's a very real possibility that I can at any point import a Renault Twingo. Like and they'll just be <laughs> mine. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, this that was the car that really started for me. It's really, really hugely important to my life. I don't know what I just did there, but it was a bad thing. Yes, he did. Okay. Now, what did you choose? I chose another diesel German car. Yes. A 1999 BMW E46 320D. Nothing awe-inspiring about this car, other than the fact that it gets incredibly good fuel economy, it's very reliable, it's very good to drive, and you can get it with a manual. Jana, good news. What? The Renault Twingo for 1998 had a power increase. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I'm going with So that's actually Twingo. the facelift of the Twingo, is the 98 Twingo. So you can get color-keyed bumpers. There are... Is 98... 97, 98, 99 were kind of the peak of the first-gen Twingo. Because mm, I think the early, like, 94, 95. Well, you could get the color-keyed bumpers. Get, you, had, you had the best um, – you had the largest color palette available oh in the God. late 90s. Look at the font. It's I know, right? so adorable. But they gave you the updated interior. <laughs> they gave you a way cooler special editions. They had so many. You can't, they don't even list all of them on Wikipedia. There's so many different special editions. I like, still prefer the mid-90s, but – but Eight I mean, like two. this teal one at the bottom right is just perfect. The business, I believe, is the term. Yeah, that's <clears> so. It's even it. got the optional sunroof. Yeah, it's great. Like, the I, updated headlights, I do like a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. Where they're all they're all clear. Well, you, could, the, uh, you could add those to it. You got the uh, fog lights on it and everything. You could add those to an early car. The post face of Twingos, <laughs> where it, like that's absolutely where it's at. No, it's not. Mid nineties. Uh, no. So we kind of blurred the line a little bit. Uh, sorry, I misspoke with my 46 That was a 98 car, not a 99. So yes. we're getting to 99 now. Although now, it does say et cetera, so et if yours is newer than that, it's fine. Mine's actually older. <clears throat> okay. Um, I just realized this, and we've not talked about this for the last two years. The 90s era Alfa Romeo GTVs have been eligible for import, and I kind of want one we, really bad. Didn't we get those? No. Really? No, look it up. Not the 80s GTV, the 90s GTV. And I thought that these... Uh, no, not 1002. Oh, uh, 1992. Yeah. Just say. 
Yeah, the, oh, you're right, you're right. Yeah, so the, those ones look really weird. Not oh, any what of the these. hell just what happened? Hell? It showed us all the right thing, then I clicked images. Uh, oh, yes, yes. There so they're kind of uh, like in between. This thing, whatever, <laughs> close enough. Yeah, there's a green Back one right there. there, that green one, 99, right there. So a two liter twin spark. So it is 99, fine, yeah, there you go. 96 to 05. I really like that. I, I don't like the front end at all. I don't like the fact that the front wheel drive, but they're really cool. So you get the five cylinder in them. Yeah, and... here, look, look at that picture of the rear. Yeah, well, it's got a big weird spoiler on it, but... 90s cars are either so really cute cool. or really cool. Well, here, here's one without a spoiler. There you go. Yeah. Wow, this keyboard needs to go eat itself. That's a great Go back car. to Micro Center keyboard. I didn't think about it on Amazon. Oh. Uh, yeah, th wow. this is this is like I kind of want oh, one quite badly. God, the Brera. Ooh, the Brera. I'm oh. waiting for that. That was when don't that look, first came out. Don't look at my pants. Yeah, when that first came out, that is one of the best looking hatchbacks. Still of all time. is one of the best cars, best looking cars of all time. Yes. Uh, but yeah, wow. the the the, oh, the GTV coupe. Screen cap would yeah, help. Sorry, the GTV <laughs> coupe. Show them the front end. Show them the front end as well, so they can see. Uh, God, that's a good looking car. Very, very good-looking car. It looks like uh, John. Imagine driving around that in '96. Just so, in with uh, a lot of Acura Integras, people would do Cali Type R swaps, which are like where they put Acura CL front ends, and they would do that grill on them. God, just a understand. pretty car. It's a very good-looking car. Desperately pretty, as they would say on Top Gear. I do not agree. Do you have a '99 Jenna that or a Twingo? I'm <laughs> Do you have a 99 Twinkle that you want? Merci, Twinkle. 99. <gasps> I guess Ryan must have one. Another yeah. one, rather. Um, Man, again, I'd have to like think on this. It's not the Twinkle anymore, because the Twinkles got really ugly after the... Like, I mean, I still would, but, you know, the mid-90s. <laughs> no, like, I agree. Get, a, get like a Twingo. 94 Twingo if you're going to yeah. get a Twingo. But. Exactly. Can you look and up? No, 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 no. I'm <clears throat> not done right. I can turn off Ryan's microphone as well. Yeah. Um, while you talk. I'd probably, I mean, like, maybe. I see Ryan's mouth moving, but we can't hear him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't <laughs> I don't know. Like, I'd have to think about it, but I feel like there's, uh, like, a Suzuki out there or something. I feel like there's some special edition, like, X90 or something we didn't yeah. get. I'm sure there's a special edition something, <laughs> but I can't think of it, and I really like seeing Well, while you think, like I'll this. show you my 1999 yeah. choice. I chose a 1999... Oh. TVR That's a Tuscan. That's properly good-looking car. I believe you could get the Speed 6 engine in 1999. I love those taillights. Those the are so cool. The taillights are amazing. Ah. The headlights are amazing. And that's factory paint. They're all in bass boat paint, oh no matter what color that. you get. Literally every They're color. They're just bonkers. They're just all dual super chrome. bonkers. It is the most 90s car. This car to the 1990s <clears throat> is the Countach to the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Like Just, it is so over the top. It's everything it that TBR this, is so rad. This is everything. Like if you want to describe what people like about '90s cars, mm -hmm. you just need to show them a Tuscan S. You need to show like a, a Motor Trend photo shoot of a TVR Tuscan. And I get that. Like that is so cool. Like that. That's for me. Like something that's a super '80s cars. And it's a hundred horse a liter, and yeah. it's a four liter. But for for somebody that's like into. 80s cars to say that the polar opposite of everything that I stand for is actually really cool. 
Like that it just goes to show how cool it is. Yeah. Um, what I wanted to say was the Fiat Multipla. Oh, that is a really good choice. <laughs> oh man, oh, I sure do love the Fiat Multipla. <laughs> you gotta show show them the interior first before you show them the outside. All right, let me find it an image search here. Just type in uh, dashboard. Oh, there it is. There it is. Right there. Look at that dashboard. Beautiful. Oh, God. Be just, just gorgeous. Oh. There's so many things going on. It's all quick on. to hand. It's all quick to hand, and nobody. It, this was designed to be driven at night. Like that's what this was. The, <laughs> this this probably looks re- really good. At it just light. makes me think of the. I don't know if it was Top Gear or Grand Tour. I think it was Top Gear still. But they they. It put a, a speedometer overlay on there, and it just like went like 120 miles an hour was 35 or something like that, and they put three buttons on it. But yeah, the the interior. My, is my favorite disgusting. one is a preface lift. Can you look at that preface lift one right here? Uh, because you had like even the steering wheel oh was my like God. like nothing made sense, dude. This is 1999 so Fiat was just it was um. It was like something Apple Computer else. in 1993. Yeah. It had no idea what it was doing. It was just putting something out there. And that's just exactly what this is. But, you know, th- this would probably look really, really awesome <clears throat> at, like, in Stockholm. Here's a closer-up look yeah. here. This would look really good in Stockholm, Sweden at, like, 4 o'clock on a Tuesday. The radio has been nicked from this one. Yeah. This would look really good in Stockholm, Sweden <laughs> at 4 o'clock on a Tuesday in, like, December. Where it's just complete, absolute abject darkness. Anyway, There's I no sunlight. I it's love the, the multipla. It's from the outside, so the outside looks the exact same. I want to find <laughs> one that's hearing aid beige, ideally. Oh, it's just in its natural habitat at night. Oh, it's so <laughs> parked good. on the side of the road. Just catfish. Oh, god, that that's a that's a vehicle. <laughs> I love it so much. I feel like I am missing something, so that we might bring this back. Um, in I, subsequent I thought episodes. of another one. Oh, what's another good one? A Doshavo. The Chevaux would be really good. Yeah, you could actually... When was the last year that the, the Chevaux? Oh, it's 1990, so they're all legal for import. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. I think it would be hilarious. Like, when was this made? Oh, 90s. Mm-hmm. It's a 90s car. I'm going to It was made the same year I was. Yeah. Yeah. This is as I mean, old as I am. <laughs> if I got a 94 Renault Twingo, there we go. Honestly, yeah, like a Chevaux and a Twingo in the same garage. <sighs> And an Avon time. Oh, oh my god. We're, we're about to we're about to flex we're about on to be like the coolest people ever. So you know you know like five years, we're just gonna flex on Intermark. Oh, we're just gonna go so out to that good. show with our weird French cars and just Dude, I'm gonna take that Avon time everywhere. Like I'm not gonna drive anything else. Perfect. It's gonna be so great. It's gonna be just rusty and horrible. This would be the worst. You need vehicle. two. I, I guess I could get like a what do they call the diesel one, like the DCI or whatever for daily, and then they get the Privilege V6 for my collection. <laughs> the Privilege oh. V6. Oh, it'd probably be cheaper to import two at once anyway, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, you get, you get two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right, Ryan, tell uh, us about the, the last thing. I was going to say, was actually, yes, uh, actually before that, um, they actually made the last generation Gaz Volga, which we take it across between a like 70s land yacht and a Hyundai XG350. Uh, yeah, I know exactly what car you're talking about. about I'm not pulling it car up. For the 90s? <laughs> no, 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 because we got all of them. You could import anyway. a diesel finisher there car. There you go. But... Uh, we are announcing car. the Modi Awards Woo! for all this time. Modi! Yep, so we will actually have a uh, Survey Monkey survey that you can take, choose your favorite cars. I'm looking forward to doing this myself. 
Yes, yeah, so we will have that. Uh, we'll we'll have that up. In Watch for it. Weeks. Um, we all yeah, know the Carbitrage Facebook page and probably website as well. Yes, we we will have that on the website and the Facebook page. It will be a big event, uh, and it's going to be wonderful. The Modi Awards will be the greatest awards for nothing. It is a, pre- a very prestigious nothing award. Yes, it is the best award that you can get. Exactly. Um, Should we make trophies? We might. I could like give out my trophy from uh, Auto Beer Fest as the Modi Award trophy. We'll just put a label over top of it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Retape it. <laughs> we should go to like thrift stores and find really like well, obscure yeah, you know trophies. What? Diamond if somebody wants to accept the Modi Award trophy, we will get a trophy for it. Yes. Yeah. I will, we will. So hit us up if you would like to receive officially the Modi Award trophy at the end of 2019, and we will make it happen. Every car manufacturer that wins should something. Should be clamoring we, over Well, not only that, I will actually officially email them that they are eligible for a Modi Award. So <laughs> I, I think they should really care about this. It's yes. a big deal. So we will have biggest legal clusterfuck. <laughs> we will have... I think we know who is going to win that one. Best marketing <laughs> decision. <laughs> yeah, best marketing decision. Yeah, Carl's going two years in a row. Best marketing decision, worst marketing decision, car of the year, worst car of the year. We, we take no prisoners. Everything is available. Oh, my God. So we are excited. Oh, my God. So what did we learn this week? Oh, I had a really good one, too. Oh, I actually, I remembered something, because I've been watching oh, a lot of YouTube. Uh, yeah. Did you know 89% of all blind people can actually still see? It's very right, rare it's that legally they, blind. Yeah, My it's very rarely legally that blind. you, like, can't see. Without corrective lenses. No. Oh. Jess. Jess, okay. Yeah, she's legally blind. I wore glasses once, and I fell over. Yeah. Wow. It's really bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they can still see. Yeah, it's true. But. The, yeah. the threshold is it's, pretty it's low. It's very, Yeah. yeah. Um, things that I learned. Or thing. More smoky unic facts. Oh, for sake. Okay. No, this this one's a good one. Oh, oh, I got I got This one's a little late in the game, but That's my fine. Chemical Romance came back. I'm really excited. They're that announcing. Group disbanded? Yeah, oh. they uh, they broke up in 2013. Rip. But now they're back. I see. And they're uh they had like one show in LA, and they're like, "That's gonna be it." Just one show in LA, and I was really sad. And then now they're releasing more and more dates, so it's looking very promising. My emo heart is throbbing, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Exciting. The word throbbing, I've never heard in that uh, context before, but that sounds good. Yes. So, <laughs> one of the things that I learned about yeah, Smokey Enoch was mm-hmm. I'll wait. Um, when he, he actually he dropped out of high school when he was 14 years or when he was 16 years old because his dad died. Okay. But he got an honorary doctorate. Um, honorary from, doctorate. Yeah. Oh from, <laughs> for, uh, is it from like Johns Hopkins or something? No, it was actually from a, a, a technical school, uh, college that uh, Jerome Motors was helping fund in Michigan. I can't remember the name Probably of it. Probably South Harmon Institute of Technology. Something like that. But he... Um, Which but, is shit for everyone. Oh, listening. no, no. This is, this is actually a good one. Oh, okay. Um, but no, because he actually did a lot of research on hyper-efficient no, it was, fuel. And, it was a joke. Oh, okay. Hyper-efficient uh, internal combustion engines. And he That's actually cool. made a one-liter engine. In, this is in the early 80s. He made a one-liter engine that... What was its thermal efficiency? It, made, it was a one-liter, one-cylinder. I've no idea what the thermal efficiency was. Whoa. But it, made, it was less than a liter. Uh, and it used a carburetor. And it used hot vapor uh, to... Yeah, it's like the thermal reactor crap. Yeah, yeah. it's really really cool the way he did it. But anyway, he got that in GM cut funding. Oh, that's that's just that's what they did back then. Yep. So he retired after that, but Very he fine. had he received an honorary doctorate. 
So cool. there you go. Honorary doctorate, Smoky Eunuch, with the 180 horsepower, one cylinder engine. Jane Goodall also has only an honorary doctorate. She never actually went to school for primatology. That's really cool. I learned. She has several honorary That's actually, actually super interesting. I did not know that. She talked about it when we went and saw her live. I can't remember things. I remember that, but I don't remember it. So didn't. I learned that the movie Dave from the 1990s was way better than it has any right Yeah, that's being. actually a really good movie. Really, really what good movie. What are you movie. guys talking about? The, the, yeah, the movie, movie you missed. Movie. Yeah, because I, I have to go to therapy. That's fine, but I'm just saying it was really good. If you need to borrow it and a player, right. I can make that happen. Okay. Yeah, you, I'll probably you would just a- sit in your living room and that's watch fine. it. Yeah, that's you cool. would actually really like that movie, honey. You it's just come really, over on like really a wholesome. Wednesday and you can watch it. Also, Dave, I qu- who, who, who plays Dave? I thought it was Brent Spiner, Commander Data, because he looks just like Data, but yeah. it isn't. Ryan looked it up. There are two actors, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, and it, it looks like Data. Okay. Yeah, guy was like Data from Star Trek. Okay. But um, no, it was it was super duper good. It was really wholesome, and it raised uh, my question of the week for our listeners. Excuse me, you guys. Oh yeah. You boys are disgusting. so burpy. We're both is, so burpy. Is there a term limit on first ladies? Oh my god. Oh my. God. All right. That is I'm my out. question. <laughs> So, we'll catch you guys next week. Have a great day. Thank you very much. For context, watch the movie and watching.